And of course, our intern, Miguel Cole. Um, can I answer that? Well, you have to. I'm introducing you, right? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my lawyer, (laughs) Gary Schwartz. (laughs) What the hell is going on? What? Um, okay, okay. Miguel Cole. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? (laughs) What the hell is all that about, right? I am on strike, and I'm suing Wrestling POV. What? Yes. (laughs) What the? What? Rick, what's going on? What you do to I have no clue. First of all, Gary Schwartz's breath smells like cottage cheese <laughs> and sh- something on a bagel. I mean... Ew. What? Chives. Chives, Ew. yeah. Ew. Oh, nasty. So, uh, but wait, you have an actual Lord Because I can't see... But He's on my bed, like literally hanging on my... Can you give me space? Like, is he... Like, what, is he... Gonna listen to everything we say to to get a case against us. You goddamn right. We're gonna have a whole case against this whole goddamn company. Jesus, why? I mean, I don't get it. Am I allowed to answer that question? No. Go to hell. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you gonna do for the rest of the show? I'm gonna chime in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. He's making demands and everything now. What the fuck is going on with this? Shit? Well, are you gonna do the soundboard? Hell no. <laughs> what? Oh, already? Sure, if, uh, if only we had a human soundboard. Hmm. I know, right? Mm. Only mm. one of us was a human soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> 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 all right, let's let's get going. Uh, we got you know, a few things to talk about, and then of course later on, part one of the Kenny Casanova interview. Um, you, you're not going to want to miss it, people. I mean, he t- he tells us some good gossip. Some really good gossip here, Lord. And uh, Good bochinche. <laughs> yeah, that too. And, uh, Bochisme. <laughs> and uh, looking forward to that. I, I'm even looking forward to listening to it again. That's how much juicy gossip there is. So... Um, it's, it's juicy like it's moist. It's moist. For moist. people who not like that word, moist. there you go. Moist. moist. One more time, all together now. Moist. Good God. All right, we got Raw, we got SmackDown, we got NXT, POV, and uh, lots going on. So let's get going with the Facebook poll and hater comment of the week. Uh, Rick posted... Uh, a picture, actually. It's uh, our shirt. It was at the uh, barbershop. Uh, Brutus, uh, Brutus's old TV gimmick and uh, Piper's Pit. So the question was, where uh, where would you rather been interviewed? Brutus Beefcake's barbershop or Piper's Pit and why? Um, 
Me, which one would you pick? Oh, that's a hard. Not that's really. A hard one. That's not a hard one. Um, I would go Piper's Pit. Okay. Because I think he was more raw and more animated and more I don't know excited. And it's Roddy Piper. No, no offense to Brutus Beefcake, but it's Roddy Piper. I know. You know, a lot of historical things happened in Piper's Pit. And there is a historical thing that happened, of course. Yeah, in, it was. In the barbershop. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not taking it away, but I think I have to go along with that, too. I have to go with Piper's Pit only because of the legendary status of Piper's Pit. You know, the, I'll forever remember the, uh, the, the coconut shot to the head. Oh, my <laughs> um, gosh. Snooker, um, that which started a, a God knows how long of a feud uh, with Jimmy Snooker. I mean, a lot of blood. A lot of, lot of blood. Jesus. All right, Rick, who are you going with? All right, before I answer, I just got to give a shout-out to Matt Novak, who made it possible to get our shirt out there. So shout-out to our international correspondent for getting our shirts in these places. An amazing job there, Matty Boy. Um, That's right. And congrats on the girl. Baby girl, healthy. Yeah, he had a, yeah. he had a baby girl on Russell. Was it on WrestleMania or the day after? The day after. On the day after WrestleMania. How do you yeah. say a baby girl in European? In European? They say it just like we do. Baby girl. Oh, <laughs> baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, All right but, but Matt, if you're listening, wrap it up, brother. He's working on number three, I heard. Get the hell. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, there ain't no way to that Number three or guy. number 30? No, three, four, five. <laughs> three, four, five. That's what wow. he's working on. All right, well, you know um, what? If you're going to have that many kids... I'm just throwing it out there. Even if it's a boy or a girl, the name Tony always fits between both. So I'm just throwing that out there. That's all I'm doing. So, all right. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick. Uh, actually, I'm going with Brutus Beefcake's uh, Barbershop. Um, Brutus Beefcake? Brutus Beefcake. I, I definitely said Beefcake. All right. You <laughs> said Brutus Beefcake. Um, Brutus Beefcake. Um, <laughs> but no, definitely. Uh, the Beefcake. Yeah, if only we had a soundboard Jeez, to man. make fun of that. Hmm. You know, we would have had it. it uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, well, guess not. I guess it wasn't funny. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> um, so the best part of it for me was, first of all, it broke trust in my life. Like, that's what I learned, that you couldn't trust people. When Shawn Michaels super kicked <laughs> his best friend and threw him through the glass in the barbershop. That was ruthless. And, uh, I mean, Piper's Pit was a little before my era. So I grew up with the barbershop and just always wanted to be part of that. You go to barbershop, talk wrestling. Come on, man. That's like, that's the dream. So I, that, I go That's with, a Brooklyn barbershop, though. Yeah, there it is. Now, nowadays, it's, you know, me and I. No Nintendo. No Nintendo. No Nintendo. You know, go to Platano. So. All right, so now <laughs> James Donnelly said Piper's Pit. Was the original wrestler chat show segment? Any others after that are pale imitations. Wow. Already then. I mean, a little bothered or what? Could have been I a mean, tan. It doesn't have to know, be pale. I mean, I mean, Christ. I mean, there was uh, Chris Jericho's spot. That one was a good segment. I mean, Kevin Owens' God, show Kevin, was. Kevin always, o- really? You like that? Oh, I like it because he gets like, I don't know, ruthless with some people. <laughs> True, but at the same time, Ms. TV, Ms. TV, 
Not, a, not I'm not crazy about mist. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but I don't think it's up to par with like a Piper. No. Or um, or the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? There, there's been a lot through the years. I mean, Christ. The funeral like, parlor? Yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty neat, but still, it's not, not up to par. How about Brother Love? Brother Love? What was this show called? I love you. What was this called, though? What was the show called? Love what Connection. <laughs> it was the love, the brother love show. Brother love, I don't think it was. And that. he was like fucking red. Yeah, well, obviously pink, and he was like, I love you. Okay, uh, Richter said that. All right, so now Andrew Tester goes, "Wish I could choose both, but it's gotta be in the pit with the hot rod." Um, you know that didn't really sound right either. No. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't say anything wrong with that. Ah. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, Justin W. Jones said Piper's Pit. Something always bad came from the barbershop. That's a good thing, no. I mean, that's what you wanted. You know I mean, Sid, Sid did bust it up. Right? <laughs> uh, Juan Espaliet. Espaliet. Okay. He just said Piper's Pit. And then um, Andrew Tester uh, repeated his comment. I don't know why. I think he wanted to be heard. I think yeah. he wanted just to have his name put out there. Twice. Man, why you got to be all greedy? Shit. <laughs> I missed the sound effects. All right, so now <laughs> the poll was 78% with, with Piper's Pit. 78. That's a lot. <laughs> to 22%, to 22% uh, went with the barbershop. So there you go. Uh, then uh, this was posted by Matt Novak. Uh, he just wanted to know, hey, who else is from the UK? I only know a few listeners from the side of that uh, of the Atlantic, and uh, Jay Howell said UK here. So <laughs> <laughs> I think he, that, he just made a friend. There you go. Uh, and the final poll, and I had to do this just because there's a lot of crazy shit that's happening out there in the world of WWE, and I was just like, you know. I was curious to know where people's minds were at. And this one I put in, it said, Do you think it's time for Vince McMahon to retire? Call it quit. Pass the torch. Um, uh, the one poll was, no, he still got it. And the other one was, yes, please retire. All right, so Rick, then Mimi, uh, what, do you, what do you guys think? No, Vince, please don't retire because I am not ready for the Triple H era. I'm sorry. I don't Why? care what anybody says. I am not ready. Yo, Triple H is not all that, people. I am so scared of what he's going to bring. If you saw the Cody Rhodes promo, which he cut about Goldust, he threw in a little jab about Triple H, talking about a bodybuilder who only does no disqualification matches. I mean, <laughs> that is facts, people. Um, yeah, so, what about the... the um NXT, you know, I mean, the success of NXT. That's that's, that's great, him. great and dandy. <laughs> but what NXT has cannot transfer over to the main stage. For whatever reason, those NXT guys, I know Vince McMahon takes control over it, but I'm guaranteeing you that Johnny Gargano, the way Johnny Gargano is, will not get over on the main roster. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, I don't believe in that. And, and okay. yes, Vince, yo, Vince has been doing this for decades, people. Decades. Let, let's, let's not the forget. Man the man is up there in age. sleeps and shits WWE. Yeah, and he barely yeah. sleeps. So, um, yeah. 
it's just it's just one of those things. I I'm not ready for Vince to retire. I'm not ready for any of that. I'm not ready for the game and how you play it. <laughs> All right, Mimi, what do you think? Should Vince retire? Retire. Oh God. All right, why? 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 Yeah, Cause... you don't have to do the voice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, oh, look I at think... this! Look at this, George. She she's trying to do the voices now. <laughs> I thought his he, name was Greg. He, he's he's just. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Like Vince is stuck in a certain era. Yeah. That it has to be the big guys. It has to be this, and it has, you know, like uh uh the Undertakers, the just the big guys. Like he, I right. I like the big guys. Don't get me wrong. I love the big guys. Right, yeah. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, there are a lot of smaller guys who are phenomenal. I see you. So now I, I understand your point. And the thing of it is with Vince, that's how he is. He likes the big guys. You know, he thinks the big guys are the one that needs to get over. He thinks the big guys are the ones that needs to be champion. And I can guarantee you, it took a lot of convincing for Vince to even allow Daniel Bryan to be heavyweight champ. I'm pretty sure of it. I, I know it must have taken a lot of people to have him consider Rey Mysterio even to be world champion one time. So, I don't know why he's like that. I mean, I think what it is now he's starting to see a little bit of, oh, I like the underdog thing, but now he's going to overdo it. Yeah. Just like he did with Kofi Kingston, you know? So, for me, I think it is time for him to retire, only because I think Triple H will do a good job, you know, uh, at, at the main roster. I really do. I think he would be a little bit more edgier. I think he can definitely up the ratings for both shows, you know. So, yeah, I think Vince just needs to retire. because, Especially, I mean, prime example is what happened with the War Raiders. He didn't like the word war because he thought it was... Be- you know, and politically incorrect. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, wait a minute, homeboy, you, you, stop. You know, he, he pleases too much of the stockholders is what his problem is. And that's why it's like they don't know wrestling. They only invest. He, and, and he doesn't understand that. He doesn't need their money. He doesn't. He doesn't. So anyway. Look at I, this. I, I think he, he understands it. But the thing is that he's committed now. Once you sign that paper, there's nothing else I you can do. I get it, but I mean, still, he needs to grab his brass balls. <laughs> I, can say I think his wife him. got him. Yeah, well, he's always talking about brass balls. But um, he does. He needs to grab his own set of balls and tell him and say, hey, you know what? I know about how to run this. Don't tell me how to run it. You know what I'm saying? There's, I'm pretty sure... There's a line of investors, there's a line of fucking sponsors that would love to be in that position. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, 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 look at this, Jerry. They're talking about the big guys. When Vince McMahon let go of the biggest big guy of them all, Ryback. Wait. Oh, Jesus. You got... You, you, Ryback was a medium guy. He wasn't that big. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, Mimi. And, and, and your teeth aren't so big either. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my tits are big. Whoa. Whoa! What the hell, Nasty. man? <laughs> My God. You see that? You see that? You see that, Jim? Sexual harassment right there. Jesus. So, all right, Why does so he have Mark... different names? <laughs> Who knows? He's probably a Spanish guy. All right, so Mark Hush Rushton, he says he won't. He will drop dead in Gorilla. 
But I think Vince time Vince's time has passed. He should step back. Trust me. In ten years, they will wheel him out of the ring for Cena to five knuckle shuffle for some nostalgia or some shit. <laughs> uh, Tim Kaminsky. He said Vince isn't the problem. TV for everything in down is in down or is down is down. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Uh, the sooner people realize this, this the better they will be in a long. And also, TV hasn't been bad. It's just a bunch of people who think they know more than the people in charge. So that's pretty much what I just said. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. Mike, yes, Mike Sullivan. He says. Here's the thing, though. He won't ever retire until his ass is buried six feet underground. And even still, then Triple H would have to answer to a McMahon because his wife's the CEO, I believe. Um, no, I think you're wrong there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, he's... I mean, she's in politics. She's not, she ain't gonna have time to run a company. No, he's talking about Stephanie. Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie. No. I thought he just said his wife. I'm not looking at well, Triple H's his wife. wife. Triple H oh, Triple is H wife. Is, well, I thought you said like. Oh. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Oh, this is the sound effects. All right, so Timothy James Downey, he says no. He still got it. He oh, still got know. it. Holy shit! So uh, no, Dean, he don't. Dean, <laughs> Dean Junior says, "Impact today, impact tomorrow." Um, that was pretty stupid, Dean. Oh, oh I think he the impact. Why? Why? Why would he? Why? Uh, Claire Van Wasenhoff. Because um, he probably a, listens to both shows. She's a top star for our show. Um, it says, please leave. <laughs> All righty. John, John Lynn on. He says, I will blow his terrorist loving brains out for catering to Saudis if given the chance. My God! It's the violence. That's damn. That's wow. That's so like mean. terroristic and shit. So mean. I, but you know what? I think this is the lead for fucking hater kind of. The yeah, I mean, yeah. he just knocked Dean Junior out the seat. He definitely knocked <laughs> Dean right out. Uh, Debbie Davis. She says yes. He's not doing good things with anything anymore. Give it up, Vince. Out already. Or, or I mean, guys. are you in his bedroom? <laughs> What's Are you? What does Patrick got to do with it? She said he's not doing good at anything. <laughs> I mean, he's a big man after all, you know. I yeah. Is he having a heart attack? Our current wrestling POV champion, Clay Cummings. He said it's time Vinnie Mac respect the hell out of him and what he has done. But time for Triple H to take the ball and run with it. Oh my god. Triple H god. to take his balls and run Yeah, he wanted Triple H to take his balls. I don't know what's going on. Clay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, not that there's anything wrong with it, but come on. There's nothing man. wrong with it. It's just me. There's children out there. Yeah, yeah. I know, but you know, but his balls probably got from Munda. He just wanted to grab some balls. That's all he wanted. And run with them. And run with them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Brandon Gray said, if you're just joining us on Raw, Vince McMahon's zombie just now got knocked out by Roman Reigns with his millionth Superman punch. Alright, Brandon. Okay, sure. Brandon. Uh, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Fryer said, nah, it's not going to get any better once he once he's gone, so who cares? 
Uh, Adam Brunton, uh, he says it's time for him to hand the reins over to his son-in-law and focus <clears throat> on his football league. Ooh. Interesting. Daniel Fryer he responded to that by saying, Adam Brunton, don't expect to get to get any. He's already a part of the current problem. And then uh, Adam responded back with Daniel Fryer, well, his son-in-law is going to is going an excellent job with NXT and 205 Live. You know, I love how everybody just keeps calling him the son-in-law. It's Triple Goddamn H. All right? <laughs> it's Triple H. Uh, well, he Paul, is his son-in-law. We true. know that. I mean, we, everybody knows that. Call so Triple H. People don't want to talk about Triple H as he, Triple H. He's not wrong, though, is he? That's like someone calling, oh, Stephen Austin. It's Steve Austin, people. It's Stone Cold. <laughs> And, and that's the thing. You have to do it in JR's voice. Stop cold! Stop cold! Yo, JR, how cold is it outside? It's so cold! Stop cold! Stop cold! It's not out here. No, no, New Mexico is a nice night. Oh, degrees. it's hot as hell! He <laughs> broke He's gonna drive him straight to hell with this heat! Oh my God, Jesus! Uh, Paul T. Phillips said this is long overdue. Matt LaFord comment on that. Uh, replied to that said, "Whenever his health fails, then he will." God, man! Come on! Wow! Jesus! They wish him death. Right, Stephen Lay Jr. He uh, just posted a gift comment of uh, Vince just looking side to side. Um, so, uh, any final th- thoughts on this? I mean, are they right? Did they change your mind? No. Listen, no. They didn't? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, they didn't change my mind either. All right. So, check this shit out. 80% went with, yes, please retire. Mm-hmm. That's the Yo, people for you. Listen, man. There's a reason why it's called Then, Now, Forever. <laughs> it's not WWE. That's Vincent yeah. Kennedy McMahon. McMenningen. 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 Then, yeah. Now, so 20, Forever. 20% went with, um, no. He still got it. So, All right, here's <clears throat> coming of the week. I mean, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that, what's his name? John, John, Jalen and something. Hold on, wait a minute. I can't find it. Just say John Jalen. Now that's good enough. All so, right, uh, we go. Go, go ahead. ahead. Um, my lawyer Jerome Schwartz says no. Oh Jesus Christ! Jerome? What the hell? All right, All right. Rick. For right. Mimi, go ahead. Go Mimi, ahead. go ahead, Mimi. Um, if she does that, I'm gonna sue her ass. Jesus. What? What you said? His name is. Just go with John Jalen. <laughs> John Jalen. And I just got me a fat check. (laughs) A fat zero. (laughs) Oh, Lord. And Cardi B. Ow. Showing her her cooler for everybody. All right. So now. uh, (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. All right. So that is your Facebook poll and hater comment of the week. It is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. Yahoo! <laughs> wow, good one. Look at that. Uh, that was um, good. But yeah, this wasn't good. The birthday's nah. this week. Um, Oksana turns 37 years old. Really? Yeah. Wait, how old again? 37. 37. Holy shit. 
Shit. God bless. Yeah. Um, Alex Riley turns 38 years old. <laughs> Is he still wrestling? I don't know what he's doing. Is he still on Glow? <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> and last but not least, Kane turns 52 years old. Huh? Wow. You got to speak up. <laughs> that Wasn't been a it good The spot. Rock's birthday too? Well, I don't think Rick is finished. Good God. Jeez well, he said I am Kane. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Hold, hold, guys. How old is The Rock turning, Tony? 47. And The Rock! <laughs> if you would have gave me a second, <laughs> The Rock turns 47 years old. Rocky, yeah. Maya Mia, yeah. Dwayne himself. 40, I met him. 46. Oh, 40, that's what I said. 46. <laughs> hey, you know he was here in New Mexico? Yeah. Wow. People was, go to that state? Yes. <laughs> Yes, he was filming That's a movie for Jumanji. He, he was doing a movie, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. The man. Rock. I'm promoting your movie, so if you want to come over here and... I mean, The I'll Rock, interview. I met you when I was 10 I'll years old. You. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we got all sorts of promotions going on here. Yeah, Rocky, Rocky. All right. Rocky. No. Didn't oh. work, no? It's 5 o'clock somewhere, people. It is 5 o'clock. It sure is. All right, uh, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Now, you know, all this is starting to make sense why Miguel Cole is acting crazy, because Leo Rush is acting crazy. Man, uh, what is going on? I got a bunch of rumors on Leo Rush. All right, we'll save that. We'll save that one then. All right, because... All I got is that he turned down a $300,000 deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get into that more in the rumor section. But he, dude, is something's going on. He's bugging out. Bugging the hell out. Um, yes, sir. You know who's not going to be bugging out is Lars Sullivan. As uh, WWE is pulling back on his diving headbutt. They want to use that only for special occasions. I guess they want to really? prevent the concussions and stuff like that. <sighs> Harley Race, <sighs> who created the diving headbutt is uh was against it he's like he wishes he never did it really yeah well you know who was famous for it too oh yeah the piece of sh- yeah chris benoit yeah <laughs> <laughs> and look at where that guy that guy who who died in puerto rico didn't he do a headbutt oh um uh, jesus christ was oh brody lee mm-hmm oh bruce brody yeah Bruiser Brody, I think he did, yeah. Because he's, but Bruiser was just crazy as it is. He wasn't there. He wasn't all there. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Lars Sullivan doing fewer diving headbutts, but he'll be doing that that freak accident and the sit down power bomb more right. often. Those days go to now. Um, John Moxley, Dean yeah. Ambrose. Has a John Moxley promo out there. Yeah. Now everybody, oh, it's AEW. Oh. I, I know, right? That is WWE production quality, people. I am sorry. There is no way. There is no way that Dean was able to do that on his own. Number one, and number two, exactly what Rick just said. That was a WWE quality production. I heard he was going to New Japan. Who? Dean? Mm-hmm. Where'd you hear this shit from? I can't read that. Give me my oh sources. Oh my god. 
Probably that Russell we never found out she was hanging out with. Mm-hmm. True. I can't talk about that. Damn. Uh, well, here's the <laughs> bottom line. It has to be WWE. If it's not WWE, yo, if it's AEW, yo, AEW, you got some pull. That's some good camera work. I mean, from the cell phone videos you do to that. <laughs> I I just don't think that it's AEW. I really I mean, don't. Well, no, speaking don't of AEW, make sure you guys play <laughs> the AEW pay-per-view points game coming up in a couple of weeks on our Wrestling POV Global Show. They got a $50 Amazon gift card they're giving away. You don't want to miss it. It's a great, great opportunity to be the first ever AEW, yeah. the I mean, Wrestling POV Global Champion. Mm-hmm. So I'm double or nothing, so I'm definitely playing. Definitely. Just so I can take that title. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm the first ever Wrestling POV Champion. I might as well add the global title to that. Well, well I'm not playing it because I got more of a life than Jesus. Wow, good thing we're not trying to promote our own stuff here. Right? <laughs> Lord and Cardi B. Um, um, I want the rock. Spe- well, speaking of rock. Cardi B, um, Mick Foley has to be drinking something that Cardi B gave him because <laughs> Mick Foley says if the price is right, he will fight one more time in the Hell in a Cell match in Saudi Arabia. Uh, what? He, he needs to be careful, man, because... If he's going out saying shit like that, you know damn well Vince is like, yes! <laughs> Throw him off again! Throw him off. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know damn well, too, the Saudis are going to go crazy for that. Yeah, you know, because if, if, you know, he's going out publicly and saying that, you know damn well that they're here and they say, oh, yes, bring him here. You know? <laughs> what makes you think that it it's not a prop? Like they Well he, You know what I mean? That they're they saying, Oh, see this and I can man. guarantee <laughs> Ain't nobody wanna see that match. Nobody. Uh, you know, and the thing of it is, I think if they gave Mick uh, uh Mick Foley a million dollars to do it, he'll do it for a million bucks. He Would will. you do it? What? For a million dollars? Hell yeah. Do it for a ten, uh, buck three eighty. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's just like Mick Foley can barely walk, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a lot yeah. slower than I was 21 years ago." You think? <laughs> <laughs> your tooth went through your uh, lip, right? Your no, your tooth came out your nose. What do you think? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking. He's oh seriously. lord. Um, <laughs> but that once, but three times. Yep. Damn. Don't, don't do it, bro. That is all the news I have for this week. Tony, with the rumors. All right. So the rumors. First, I have that there is speculation now hmm. that Charlotte and Andrade may already be engaged. Oh. So now, for me, it's looking more like, well, maybe that did have a lot to do with it, with him going back to uh, SmackDown. So, so um, are you admitting that you're wrong? Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, well, we don't know because it's a rumor, so I can't oh! say it. <laughs> <laughs> Hide it behind the rumor. you damn right. All right, so now here, the rest of these rumors are all about Leo Rush. First, there's reports that Leo Rush has been pulled from the European tour, and part of the heat on him stems from bringing his wife slash a group 
backstage and said uh, and said group sometimes causing issues. So whoever he's bringing to these back to the back to these backstages to the backstage <laughs> to the back to the back to the back to, these to the stages back, back to the backstage lean back lean, lean back, back. Hey. <laughs> so don't show crap. All right. So now what <laughs> happened was they're apparently causing problems, which is why um, Leo is starting to get all this heat. Um, now here's more. Some of the backstage heat on Leo Rush is due to his insisting on having his wife with him at all times. Russ responded unfavorably when Finn Balor tried to explain to him that Vince McMahon wouldn't like her sitting in on rehearsals. Mm. Okay, more on Leo Rush. Uh, Leo Rush has voiced that he's not being used correctly, that he should be a baby face and a bigger star. And he's been taken off TV. Leo Rush responded to recent reports of backstage heat and said a lot of it is coming from someone who was with Ring of Honor while he was there and hated me, this is his quote, hated me ever, uh, hated me since the day I've worked for Ring of Honor and now they work for WWE. They're leaking false information to get me released. Do you believe that? Nope. I mean, I mean, it's a wrestling business. I mean, it's true. It's possible. It's possible. It's, it's, yeah. And finally, uh, well, not finally, but uh, just like Rick said, uh, the WWE offered him a five-year deal for three hundred thousand a year, but he turned it down, asking for double of that. That's he wants preposterous. Double. That is just crazy. Now, here's here's <clears throat> the final thing on Leo Rush, and this is coming from Mark Henry. Uh, this is his quote. He says, I pulled him aside the last time I saw him and told him, I'm here to stuff in the locker room. What's wrong? He said, nothing is wrong. It was a blatant lie to my face. I let him know that if he has a question right now is the time to do that. Uh, Mark Henry went on and said, you're likely not going to run into someone who knows the system like I know the system. He didn't do that. He lied to my face. Sometimes you have to talk to people that know more than you do. If you can't pay a car rental, you can't pay for a hotel with the money that you're making every week, then you need to change the way you're spending. You can't blame that on the office. If you spent everything before you got it, that's your problem. Damn! Oh. But yo, that's like reverse snitching. Like, why are you dropping <laughs> out my business like that, bro? <laughs> and you know, like, Mark Henry, Mark Henry be coming off like, Vince's butt buddy sometimes. Well, I mean, he has a major role in the back. I mean, if you're a butt buddy, <laughs> I bet you do. Well, I think also is that Leo Rush is trying to make it seem like like he's the innocent one. Right. And in reality, he's just ghetto rich. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if Mark Henry's coming out saying that he's spending his money before he can get it, then, then that's like the first time I heard. Nope. You know what I'm saying, and then to ask for more that he's worth double than 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 uh, than that. Get the fuck out of here, man. He ain't even worth I, that much. No, I don't think so. I mean, Definitely Christ, they not. offered. Did apparently, you, they offered um, uh, the revival 500k a year to stay, and the re- revival haven't uh, responded back to that yet. I mean, shoot, Becky Lynch deserves more than what she's getting. You think so? Oh yeah, not absolutely. Eighty thousand dollars that she's getting now. No, I think she's getting more than that right now. I'm pretty sure she's getting more than that right now. I, I highly doubt. 
No, she is. She is. Double champion doing double duty? Yeah. Yeah, she's getting more. Than that, so. Yeah, but she's working harder than fucking Leo Rush. That's, and that is true. And I mean, the New Day guys are making does. 250. Where? Yeah. Yep. So. But at the same time, now, I, you know, the one thing I can't take away from Leo, though, is the fact that he is a good, talented wrestler. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he is. He's a talented wrestler. 205 No one's taking that away from him. No, I understand that. But I think. It's just that. Not his... even 205 Live, though. I mean, I think he would do good in the main roster. But the storyline's got to fit correctly for him. Right. <sighs> Any more thoughts on Leo Rush? No. Nah. No? no? All right. So that's all I got for the rumors. Rip injury time. Uh, just Leo Rush's pride. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go on to uh, the raw notes. Now, I was away. I w- bing, bing, <laughs> bing, bing, <laughs> bing, 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 bing. That's a run of bing, bing, and a bing, bing. God. <laughs> Oh, that's a new rap song. Bing, bing on a ding, ding. This show is falling apart without my sound effects, I see. (laughs) Exactly. Bing, bing on a ding, ding. Bing, bing 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 on a ding, ding. Bing, bing on a ding. Bing, bing on a ding, ding. All right, that's good. Um, All right, nothing wrong with that. Nothing Nothing at all. At all. Happy, Mm -hmm. happy. All right, so like I said, I I caught Raw later on that day because I was away. I was in Portland uh, to a wedding. My cousin's wedding, so... Congratulations. So you, you, you married your cousin in yes, Portland? Yes, I married my court. My, I married my cousin in Portland. But I did end up seeing Raw. I just saw the uh, the Hulu version of it. And oh, so Lord. I didn't, I didn't uh, exactly. So you didn't see uh, Raw? <laughs> so I didn't have time to, you know, like do it. You know the time and stuff like that. So, to be fair, I didn't do it to SmackDown. Either. So, uh, but the show opened up with Alexa Bliss announcing the Raw Money in the Bank ladder match entrances: Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Baron Corbin, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, they kind of argued a little bit here and there, and it ended up being a tag team match. Now, I do like the four that is going, and I like the four that is going from SmackDown too. So, this yeah. will be interesting. The interesting thing about it though is, look at Ricochet. With those three monsters oh. in that ring. <laughs> like, damn, bro. Like, really? Exactly. exactly. You wanted to flip off the ladders and everything, uh, but look who's going to be yeah. at the bottom of the ladders. These yeah. juggernauts yeah. catching them. Exactly. Uh, so, it ended up being a tag match with Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre. The winners was Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Good matchup. Uh, it looks like, it does look like, though, is that like what you said, though, about Ricochet? Looks like he's going to have to do, not double duty, but he's going to have to work that extra hard. Because yep. he's, he, he's a tiny man compared to these guys. But, well, uh, well, the SmackDown guys kind of balance it out for him. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say, me? I said he's big where it comes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I don't want to know that. Maybe Nothing you and Rick do. Wrong with that. Mm. It's not Sunday. Yeah. Maybe you and Rick do, but not me. It's not Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next matchup, the Usos versus the Good Brothers are on Raw now as a heel. Yeah. Uh, the Usos' new entrant coming out singing their song. <laughs> you know, I, I think they messed up. I think they were supposed because there was something yeah. wrong with the camera. 
I think yeah. they were supposed to go to commercial from the jump, and yeah. Yeah. they just messed that whole thing up. Yeah, that whole thing was kind of messed up. Yeah, so they ended up defeating the Good Brothers. Um, and it was a decent match, though. That's why I wish they would just do something with freaking oh, the Good Brothers, man. They, uh, they got AJ there. That's all I'm saying. They do have AJ Styles there. Uh, anyway. Uh, after the match, the Usos played the video of Dash Wilder shaving Scott Dawson's back, <laughs> uh, which is pretty funny. Uh, and then, the, of course, the crowd kept chanting, uh, shave your back. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, Bobby Lashley, no Leo Rush, uh, but he's also speaking as a third person on Miz TV. Uh, of course, Lashley made fun of Miz's father. So I think, do you guys think uh, Mrs. Daddy issues should go back in the book? Definitely. Say. Yes. All right. All right. So uh, are we still calling it that or are we calling it something different? No, that's his daddy Same? issues. Mrs. Yep. Daddy issues. All right. So do the honors, Rick. All right. Mrs. Daddy issues. You just read the book. Okay. So now uh, it was, but I, I found it kind of funny though. <laughs> It was, I was laughing. I was LMAO. Um, <laughs> then you it was text that. You don't say it. What? You're not text supposed it. to say it. I can't say it out loud? No. no. What? Either what? do it. Yes. yes. Who? You either laugh. You're texting, please. <laughs> or you text it. You know it. what? You know what? I, I'm, I'm going to run this by Cardi B. And, and she's going to tell you. No, she's not. Well, maybe she is. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Just don't <laughs> drink so. anything. No, I'm not. I ain't planning on drinking nothing while I'm over there. All right, Bobby Lashley versus The Miz. Uh, Shane McMahon interrupted multiple times, mm-hmm. finally distracting The Miz with a picture of Mrs. Dad on the video screen, which I was lmao Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Lashley won the match with a spear, which I think Lashley needed this match. Uh, so then uh, they, uh, I think it was the Miz that said that he will face Shane McMahon in the steel cage match at Money in the Bank. Now, this damn ego, issue. bro. Exactly right. Now, but this is my issue with it, though. If they kept this going, I got no. I, honestly, I don't have a problem with this. Um, this leading into the Money in the Bank ladder match. Okay, fine. It's a cage match. This should be good. Da da da. The issue that I'm having and. Of course, he is in the book for the uh, his damn ego. Is that he's also involved with Roman Reigns? Yep. So what are they gonna do with that? He's gonna pull double duty. He needs to. He got to prove himself. He wants to call himself the best in the world. That's true. That's true. Now let me ask you guys a question. Yes. Do you think because they keep saying the best in the world, and lately the crowd is chanting CM Punk. Do you think this is like an indication that CM Punk is coming back? No. Or do you think this they're just doing it to throw it in his face? <laughs> Look at Rick. Yeah, Rick face. is hoping that would be right? the rumor. I don't know, man. I I don't think it is. I think they're just playing with us. Um, I I think personally, I think they're throwing us in his face. I think yeah. I I think if CM Punk was to come back, he's going to AEW for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Alright. But uh yeah, I think they just—I just, just, just found us. it weird though because you know how WWE is. Anything remotely close to CM Punk, they're not going to do it. So to 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 say something like this, "best in the world," which is one of his biggest catchphrases, you know, it, to me it was just odd. 
Yeah, I think it's is the latter of the comment you made that it's to throw it in CM Punk's face. Really, you think so? See, <sighs> now I was thinking maybe with something with the Miz is too small for CM Punk, but now that he's messing with Roman, mm. having CM Punk come out and attack Roman, that's another story. Yeah, but again, though they 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 they're trying or they always are always protecting Roman. So you sure. really think that they're going to have CM Punk come in for that? You know what I'm saying? Will it be right. probably one of the... In my opinion, though, it will be one of the biggest feuds out there if that did happen. But they they love Roman so much. I don't think they're going to do that with CM Punk. Because in their eyes, if CM Punk's coming back, especially if he's doing negotiations too, that he's going to say, I need to be over. You're not going to put Roman over me, you know? Yeah. So, that's all I say. Uh, where was I? Oh, the Viking Raiders. Good God, they went up against Lucha House Party. Pretty much beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss. She announced uh, the Raw competitors for the women's Money in the Bank. Speaking of the Money in the Bank, another rumor is that they're thinking of doing an NXT Money in the Bank. At too much. Money in the Bank. No. You really that's, think it's too much? Yeah, it's too much. So, Really? Yeah. All right. So, just a rumor. Just a rumor. Not sure if it's going to happen or not. But. Well, then that should have came out with your rumors. Should have. No, because I waited for this moment, Mimi. It's we, called we a have, tease. We are talking about Raw. No, we ain't talking about rumor, no goddamn no, rumors. Because in the rumors, it was all about Leo Rush. You see this, Jackson? This is verbal abuse. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> 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 that shut him up. <laughs> I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, where was I? Oh, uh, Alexa Bliss announced the Rock competitors for the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, they are Naomi, Natalia, Dana Brooke, and Alexa Bliss herself. What a joke. This. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Dana Brooke looks like she doesn't belong there. Natalia def- <laughs> Yo, Natalia's promos has to go back in the book. She is god yeah. awful. Oh god. It's, it's getting she really is, bad with her. She is her, so terrible. Did you see her lips? Well, she got them anyway. Botox, her and freaking uh, Charlotte. All right, so no, I do agree that uh, Natalia needs to go back in the book, but what are we calling it? How are we going to put it in there? What are we saying? Because the promo was just downright horrible. Yeah, I mean. Natty stinky promo? <laughs> yeah. No, it's really, you want to call it Natty stinky promo? Yes. All right, yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, so Rick, do the honors. All right, Natty stinky promo. You just made the book. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. But I do like the contestants in it. And you know what? I got no problem with Dana Brooke being in this. You know why? Because we always bitching about change shit up. Let's see something different. We get something different, we still going to bitch about it. Well, yeah. every, well with Dana Brooke, you know, every week you see something different. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. But you'd be shitting your pants if she wins the money in the bank. Oh, hell no. She might be my pick. Hell no. You know? Yo, Tony, you, you hanging out with Alicia Fox again? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you hear him opening it up the beer? <laughs> All right, so uh, it ended up being a match with Naomi versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Alexa's shoes kept coming untied during the match. 
Naomi wins. Alexa's shoes needs to go in the book. Put, I think we, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? I think we need to put Alexa's shoes. Laces? Laces. Yes. Needs to be in the book. So that's, that's wow, this is the first time in history, in wrestling POV history, that we went back to back, Jack, with the book. All right, got yeah, it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm about to put you know. in the book for that nonsense. Back to back, Jack, with the co- with the Cosby shake and everything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, Bill Cosby, you monster. Um, <laughs> Alexa, blesses shoelaces. You just made the book. Alright, and finally, not finally, but uh, they showed the latest episode of the Firefly Flunhouse. Flunhouse. The Firefly Flunhouse. You know, they know that I have trouble with that sometimes. They do that shit on purpose. <laughs> they have to. You know that fly, yeah, you know fly. what fuck with Tony Diaz this time. <laughs> go, the Firefly Flunhouse. He's gonna fuck that up. You watched. Look what happened. <laughs> look what the hell happened. I just done fucked it up. Thanks, Tony. According to Tony, he done fucked it up. I done fucked it up. He just fucked it up. <laughs> All right, it's the latest episode of the Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so guys, I like. I'm getting really interested in this. Because of the simple fact that he's doing little weird shit during his show that it's like, dude, this is so fucking creepy. It kind of reminds me of the movie It. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? For some reason. And so you know something is up. What are you guys' thoughts on the Firefly Funhouse? Um, I'm, I'm all in right now. At this point, I'm all in. I mean, really? I mean where are we going to go with this? Yo, he called Randy Orton Randy Bobanders on Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm with it, bro. Let's do it. All right, Mimi, what are your thoughts on the No, I'm, I'm all in as yeah. well. Now, now, let me ask you guys a question, though. Should he come into the ring with that outfit that he has on that? Absolutely. No. No. I don't think, I don't no. think so. Not me either. No, I think he should. And, and then when the off. lights turn off, come. Be somebody else. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I'm with that. Come with the sweater. Yeah, come with the sweater. and then Come with the sweater, and then when just lights turn off, come back to... Good thing we don't have a soundboard. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I am, like, straight up invested in this. You know what I'm saying? At first, I thought it was weird, but I'm like, you know what? All right, you got me interested. What's going on now? All right, um, then Becky Lynch, she cut a promo about facing both Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans in separate matches at Money in the Bank. Um, Lacey Evans interrupted, and the two had a pull-apart brawl. I love pull-apart brawls. Yo. Loved them. Listen. Loved them. Lacey Evans' Lacey. promos are so good right now. Yeah. I'm loving them with the whole lady versus a man. Well, yeah. a true lady, and just <laughs> like a man, wants to have her. Yo, it's just hilarious, and it's so good. Yeah. Loving yeah, it. And, and she, I can't believe how jacked she is, too, man. Yeah, like, her God. back is fucking right? huge, man. Holy shit. Anyway. Her front is, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in your right, pants, so, woman. <laughs> no, but I do, like I said, I love pull-aparts, and I can't wait for this match. 
Um, I, but I'm calling it right now. I don't think that. Um, I don't. I seriously don't think she's going to win it. But it's going to be a good match. It's going to be a good match. Uh, then up next, Zack Ryder versus Kurt Hawkins. Oh no, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm messing this up. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins uh, versus the Revival. And uh, actually, it was during this match when the crowd kept chanting, "Shave your back." Um, the Say <laughs> Firefly Funhouse again. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up. All right. So then, uh, Sami Zayn yelled at the crowd about sucking a logical entitlement. Oh, oh my God! This is this. Is, they they gotta get somewhere fast. They Word. Uh, Ray Mysterio defeated Samoa Joe. Lord, yo. And <clears> how <throat> dare his son pick him up <laughs> <Right>. like that? <laughs> his son picks him up like a little kid. That's just disturbing. I mean, poor Eddie's son with Ray's nutsack on his neck. I know, right? <laughs> but you know what? He did come from his balls, so. That's true. You know? <laughs> and I bet he said that too. You know, you came from my balls? You came from my balls, man. That's nasty. Oh, boy, that is nasty. You know what? I might call my daughter. I'm like, you know, you came from my balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's going to quickly hang up the phone. Yes, yeah, she is. Nasty. Boom, hang up the phone. Uh, then uh, then there was a contract signing between AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. Um, I, I'm terrible. assuming AJ is, is a heel. It was terrible. <laughs> Uh, he ends terrible. up jumping. Uh, they came to blows, and uh, Styles then uh, put Rollins through the table with the uh, phenomenal forearm, and uh, that ended Raw. Yeah, that Seth Rollins. Raw. I'm, I'm the man. I'm the man. <laughs> Shut up, bro. Oh lord. But uh, you know what? This is going to be a good match, though. Yes, it will. And that's what I'm looking forward phenomenal. to. But I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad though they did uh, went with the AJ. Being type the type of heel, so I mean him in the club, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what they need. They need to do something with the Good Brothers, and because number one, I hate the name Good Brothers. That was that's never a fitting name for them. Now that they're a heel, it's like all right, why? And I why? hate the thing, nerds. <laughs> Yo, and they said they were bulletproof. When did they say that? They yeah. said it during the promo. Yo, really? we just put yeah. it together. Oh. And, we just saw the puzzle, Pat. <laughs> and. If you look on Instagram, yeah, and Finn Balor's, really, he has all the Bullet Clubs, and it, they're all doing the sign, yeah. the, and they all say Bullet Club is back together. Really? So, vamos a ver. Vamos a ver. Somebody hit the SAP Vamos a ver. Vamos a ver. All right. So that is your raw. Uh, we're gonna take a quick pause. Actually, you know what? We're gonna go to the Kenny Casanova interview. Part one, okay. Part two, part two part is going to be next week. Uh, part one will be today or right now, and uh, enjoy it. And then we're going to come back another pause, <laughs> and then we're going to go straight on to SmackDown and NXT POV. Be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Godfather, and you're listening to POV. V view. Fuck. See, I just fucked that up. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? This is The Godfather, and you're listening to the POV Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And let me tell you something. We are back with a big name with big guns. This man is neat. He's chic. He's on fleek. It is Kenny Casanova. Welcome back. Yes. Damn, that's an intro for you, Kenny. Look at that. Sound like a lot of... 
caffeine involved right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for those that are new to the show, Kenny Casanova is a longtime friend of mine, uh, has managed me in my independent career, um, and he is also the, the, is it a ghostwriter, Kenny, or just the author? Yeah, that's what you call it. That's pretty good. Ghostwriter? Okay. So he's the ghostwriter for the very first book he actually did, which was Kabbalah Speaks. Um, if you guys missed out on that, he's going to give you all the information on where you can get all that later on on the show. But he has done Kamala Speaks. He has done uh, Dangerous Danny Davis. And he has also done Strutting and Cutting, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, who is a Hall of Famer now. And we're going to talk more about that later on, too, on when uh, because he, he, Kenny was a guest. On the Hall of Fame show, um, he was, <laughs> and uh, also he wrote in the books for Sabu and Vader. So we're gonna talk more on that, Kenny. You got a lot going on, man. It's like you got the red carpet out for yourself. What's been happening? I, I know, man. Just before you called, uh, I was looking up uh, the wardrobe malfunction. Katy Perry, and you know, <laughs> not related at all. <laughs> no, no, it's not. But uh, <laughs> but you said red carpet, and I was open. Yeah. <laughs> well, you was fashionably red at the Hall of Fame show. My God, you stood out like a sore thumb. That's true. I was wearing a bright red jet. I wanted to be seen. I, I yeah, and, and you, I saw you every time I, <laughs> when the camera would pan out. I was like, oh, that's Kenny again. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. let, you know what? Could Let's you actually see me. You could actually see me in the audience. Yes. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. watched it back yet. I got I to gotta do it. Oh, that. okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what do you want to go over first? Your books first or, you know, the happenings, your experience and what happened with uh, WrestleCon? Because you was at WrestleCon too, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so uh, for WrestleCon, we released uh, the Vader. Okay. So Vader Time came out. Uh, we had his son there, Jesse White. His son brought uh, the actual big helmet, the big... Uh, Mastodon helmet from that you might have seen in New yeah. Japan and WCW that shoots smoke. He had that there, just letting fans try it on and get pictures and all. And really, uh, it's pretty cool. That good is good time. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I saw the picture of it. I was like, good lord, I couldn't believe how big that helmet was. Yeah, you know, that thing was massive. huge. And, and well, I mean, Vader's I mean, a massive guy. Vader was a big dude. You'd yeah, see it and you'd think it was big, but. It's even bigger in life because Vader was big, so the scale itself was, it was off, you know, to looking at it in a picture. So, right, right. Um, yeah, real busy day because upstairs, uh, Sabu was upstairs and his book was out only fresh a month or so. So, wow. Uh, so I was jumping back and forth and helping the both out and pushing the books, you know, uh, splitting time between two tables that weren't anywhere near each other. Wow. So, man, how do you have time, man? Always busy. You're always on the run. All right, so now, speaking of Vader's book, I just want to ask you a couple questions on it. Now, um, was the book finished before he passed or after? Yes and no. So we, uh, uh, okay, so it was, it was done on three different occasions, which is which might seem odd, but maybe okay. I can shed light on that. So uh, about two years in, we finished the book. Then he got a diagnosis that he had two years left to live. So there was more stuff unfolding that we figured was going to definitely be an impact um, to like a, a later chapter in the book that didn't exist yet. And then we went back through and uh, it's some changes related to the idea of overcoming obstacles and him, you know, uh, wanting to clean his life and, and make things better on the health side. Right. Uh, so we 
I guess we prolonged the release of the book to add to it and to tweak it and change it a little bit because some things in there that he decided as well that he wanted to maybe lighten the tone a bit on or whatever because in, in the unfortunate uh, possibility of his painting, he didn't want to have like sour grapes and different things that he would regret. Um, so we went through and fixed a couple of and this and that. Uh, then when the book was ready to go, right around, um, when he passed, uh, he wanted to do another final over, uh, through, read with it, the whole thing. Uh, that didn't happen. Oh. So, uh, he passed and then his son stepped in and did that final with me. So, like, there were three different drafts, um, and this final one has stuff in it and, and even has little things that, you know, maybe the father didn't remember because the son was able to improve. So oh, okay. it's pretty polished. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty polished now. Uh, it's probably my my best of, of all the books as far as researched and getting a voice and having a, a full circle kind of story and even uh, finality to it because, you know, unfortunately passed. Yeah. So you get the entire life. Um, um, which is, what do they call that? Like, it's bittersweet. I mean, you get to see the whole story and everything, um, but it's set at the same time. Wow. Yeah, you know, I mean, Vader was a big part of my childhood, um, but I just saw recently that you posted that you received an actual ring gear of Vader's. Now, that's that's got to be awesome. I saw that, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, his son was super cool. Um, you know, uh, I mentioned to him how... Uh, when the uh, when the Kamala book came out, Kamala sent me one of his skirts, his, his ring skirt. <laughs> uh, and my wife took it and she framed it, and put it with the book, and put an autographed picture with it. And uh, he sent he sent the whole the whole singlet, like you know the the, the top straps down the to the where the, the boots go in. You know, right. like it's a big. I don't even know how we're gonna frame it, but we got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we we will eventually. It's pretty cool. Um, for uh, before we end the Vader section, at some point, I might have to dig through my phone and I'll read you what Nick Foley said about the book because he uh, he wrote the foreword for the book. Right. And then, you know, I hadn't talked to him for two or three years. We met him at Replicon um, oh. and uh, we ran over to him. Jesse handed him a book and I thanked him for helping me with the Kamala book because he put a forward in there as well. And... Um, we gave him the Vader book, and and he read it, and then he wrote me a super nice letter back. So I'll have to read that to you before we end here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now I got I got a yeah. you got another question, Rick. Yeah, you know, um, leading into strutting and cutting. Now we we spoke about strutting and cutting with Brutus the Barber Beefcake about a year ago, actually almost a year ago today. Yeah. Um, and the best part of that whole thing is that we in that interview we were talking about the beef between Brutus Beefcake and Hulk Hogan. Yes. And it seems like you, Kenny, brought them back together, man, with this book. <laughs> I, you know, there's some truth to that, too, because, uh, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't want to pat myself on the back like Barry Horowitz here, but I will a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, as we talked about that before, the, the lawyer called me up and they were threatening to sue. They didn't want to have bad stuff released in a time uh, when... Uh, when Hulk Hogan was trying to repair his name after the scandal and stuff with yeah. Bubba Love Sponge and all that. So, um, you know, I understood that. And, and I took the high road, even against uh, some people who were close to Beefcake that were saying, 
no, Slam Hogan, get him for this and get him for you know. And I'm like, wow. yeah, dude, I, I got a Hulk Hogan shirt in my wall since I'm a little kid. You know, I, I caught it right inside of the show. Jesus it's tough Christ. for me to, to slam the dude, you know, even, uh, you know, I, I really like the character as a kid. So um, fast forward to I hear that he read the book and, and looked for fault and then looked and, and saw nothing but friendship and how Brutus still respected him and wished things could have been better. You know, we got, you know, so whenever Brutus said something like that, I jotted it down and I got it in the book and um, I'd like to think maybe it did help, you know, to help repair that. It certainly did repair uh, the, uh, a rift between him and DDP. DDP actually hit Beefcake in the head with a chair at one point and uh, after his parasailing a- uh, accident. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Beefcake, like, never forgave him for that. And then uh, I, I called DDP up while writing the book and said, dude, there's still a passage in there where you tell him stuff about that or what have you. And DDP apologized. And, you know, he apologized to Beefcake in his own book. So um, <laughs> that fixed that. Now, now Beefcake's doing some DDP yoga. And <laughs> they're, they're, they're cool with that stuff, so. That is awesome, and, and plus, you know, you—he was—he uh, invited you as a guest for his uh, Hall of Fame induction. Um, yeah, and and a shout out. I'm yes, like, wow. I heard it. Super cool like... because it's a shout out, and um, the super uh, funny thing about that is I knew he was getting in weeks before it was announced, and he still sort of kayfaked me, but asked me to help him write a speech, uh, speech just in case. <laughs> so really, yeah. So I said, you know, if you mentioned something about the book in here, you have more eyes on, uh, on the fact that you had a book, you might sell more. He's like, well, we're going to have to give you a shout-out in there. And I'm like, I'm good, because if I didn't get a shout-out, I, you know, I might watch the Hall of Fame speech on TV at home and, and, uh, and act like a monkey and, and, you know, shit on the floor and pick it up and throw it at the screen. <laughs> if you don't say it, you know? And, and yeah. uh, he made sure he said it and all. It was pretty cool. That it is- was neat to see, like, the, the inner workings of how they do that now, though, because there's an actual WWE writer yeah. that says, okay, write the speech, and they look at it, they rewrite it, and uh, then they send back their version. And wow. then... Uh, uh, you know, it's re- it's approved and read over a monitor. I don't know if you guys could see that. On yeah, the they're reading a monitor. Yeah, 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 a teleprompter. And um, uh, the whole process of that was was kind of funny because uh, the final speech looked like a lot of what I had written, uh, Brutus, but almost like a kid plagiarizing for school because it was it was like exactly the same stuff being said but with a, a bunch of different words. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that was like an ego thing or, or what, but <laughs> you know, but uh, they worked in uh, everything we asked for, plus more a little bit. But we wanted to end with Beefcake cutting someone's hair at the very end, and and they didn't have they didn't have the time or something. They didn't get the approval, for that, so I was kind of bummed about that. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was hoping for that. Yeah, you should have had fun. hair, Kenny. You should have <laughs> had hair. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. If say this but i'll say it anyhow because i've known tony a long time but uh okay so in the process of this while i was writing the speech i said uh we need i don't know somebody like of a jobber type status that get his hair cut and um you know that like a, a call back to the old days when uh beefcake would wrestle the jobbers and cut their hair and you know wake them up after the sleep yeah. show them the mirror the whole deal so uh I, I, a dude that i was pretty tight with but me maybe i I don't know, maybe it wasn't enough. Um, I wrote, he's on the current roster, 
and he had a reputation for being kind of like a jobber. Uh-huh. And we had talked some, and he he liked um, he liked Kamala book. He he read uh, Beefcake book. He ordered Danny Davis, and uh, I, I was like, wow. This is, and the guy wrote me and said he enjoyed it and the whole deal. So I'm like, I write to him and I said, dude, I'm like, why don't why don't you uh, why don't you consider taking the haircut at the end of the uh, thing, taking one for the team? You know, back in the day. Uh, the jobbers and this and that, and I explained my thought process. And he was super offended at the thought that I was using the word jobber and him together. And what? he immediately, he immediately uh, uh, unfriended me on Twitter <laughs> and just started, and said that was really disrespectful, bullshit thing to say. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, man, that's not what I was trying to do. I was trying to get the guy a spot in the Hall of Fame, yeah. get some more eyes on him. Hope and the dude was just like, no. He's like, that was <laughs> yeah. horrible. He's like, that. I think I hit a nerve. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, wow. if Ron Simmons was here, he would definitely <laughs> say, damn. <laughs> Holy so shit. So you you can you can guess a couple names now, but I'm not going to out the guy. Yeah. Uh, you can guess a couple names, and I'll tell you if you said it in a grouping of names, but I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it, shit! It could be anybody. Kurt Hawkins. Um, <laughs> uh, Ty Dillinger. No, Ty no Dillinger. all right. You've already you've already said his name, but you said a few different people. So I did not. I did not. Uh, <laughs> 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 wow! Holy oh shit. man, I, I don't know who you're talking about. Now, Kenny, I, I still can't figure it out. But anyway. <laughs> 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 so, so now I gotta ask you. Quite, Rick was gonna ask you this question too. Now you took in, uh, you took several photos too while you was in the back of the Hall of Fame, and there's one particular photo that you took with Hulk Hogan. There was two of them. There was one where uh, it was just a normal All picture, right. and then there's the other one where it was the Kenny Casanova signature yeah. picture. <laughs> if 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 you All guys right. don't know what you're talking about, I'll post the picture up on our wrestling POV page so you guys can see yourself. How did Hogan? Re- and, uh- what was that? And Hogan's doing it too, right? That's yes, that one. Hogan's also doing it too. Yeah. All right, so let me tell you first off the whole flavor of the Hall of Fame uh, <laughs> because uh, it kind of went in that order. It was WrestleCon the first day. Yeah. Then I went to Impact Wrestling with Sabu. We sold his book there mm-hmm. um, that night. Uh, the next day, there's other WrestleCon. Then the next night, that was Friday. Then there was, yeah, so then uh, Saturday night was Hall of Fame. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, at Hall of Fame, uh, they, uh, I did quick to uh, a hotel, and I don't know New York City that well. So I had to, like, get on a subway, and I've got Beefcake's wife calling me, where are you, where are you? Because i got to get to some uh, hotel, and I get off the subway, and i got to run, and finally find the place, and I run in, and um, what's happening is they're lining everybody up, and they're checking in um, the family and friends of all of the people being inducted at a hotel. Right. And then they're walking us right into the bus so I, I run in and there's uh harry smith and he's got on his whole gimmick i don't know if you saw what he wore that night um he's got this bright flashy Yellow. like gold <laughs> and on the back it says something to do with like the hearts or something like that or it has his name it's got something uh you know he's got he does a heart foundation kind of gimmick now or something but right. um he's there uh Ronda rousey and uh, what's that dude's name her husband Travis Brown. Uh, Travis Brown. Yeah. Why was I thinking Mike Knox? That's way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so no, you're right. Travis Brown, uh, uh, there's a lot of people in there. There were people, dude, there were so many people there, like in the bus that were like former WWE guys, but they must have been on good grace. And, um, but they, they were considered family and friends because they weren't considered rockers. They weren't like brought over with the roster. Right. The roster had to get there like a few hours early for some reason. I'm not really sure why. And the people who were actually impacted were um, separate as well. Oh, wow. Um, dude, uh, so we, we finally get there. We go into uh, the, the Barclays Center, and it's over to like this catering area. And there's a, and everybody's, dude, everyone walked in. But, like, I mean, I, like everyone from like the big show, Seth Rollins, anyone you could think of came in. They were all, you know, to the ninth. It looked awesome. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this bald guy comes in. He's like, kind of like a robe. And I'm like, what the heck? What? And it's Billy Corgan. And I'm like, what the heck? Dude, they, that bought NWA, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, man. And I'm wow. So I go over to him and I'm like, dude, it's super cool to see you here. You know, uh, I wouldn't associate you with this this scene. And he's like, oh, you know, I got some mutual friends and stuff. And I'm like, here, I give my card and says, you, uh, if you want any of the books, you know, Hook me up, drop me an email, and I'll send you. Um, I did that all day. Like I wow. had those cards like forever, you know. Um, but uh, back, but I did notice right away that it seems to me like getting pictures or something with any of these people back there was something that may have been frowned upon. So I was like, I'm not doing it. I don't see anyone else doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know, as much as I wanted to, and like put it up and like associate with the book, and, you know, to get some kind of. I I just didn't I, uh, didn't do anything of the sort. Right. Um, so eventually that was done. They bring us to our seat. Whole Hall of Fame thing happens, um, and then I start thinking to myself, I know Hogan's backstage right now, and he was the, like one dude that wasn't at that catering thing because the guys who were inducted weren't there. And I'm like, if I'm ever going to get a picture with this dude, probably now. Um, but, like, I, I don't think I can just walk backstage. And I'm like, well, you know what? How, you know, how are they going to tell me no? What if I got to pee? Because I'm down in a VIP section. So I'm like, I'm just going to fake I got to pee and go see if I can find Hogan. So I just get up, and I, I, go, <laughs> I, go, I go over, like, security, like, about to tell them, hey, I got to pee. And they're like, they could care less. They're like, oh, these VIP dudes, whatever. <laughs> so I just walk right by him. I walk in the back and walk right into Beefcake and Hogan after their speech. They're right there. Oh, and like, they're getting the exclusive WWE interview uh, for the network. So I start taking some pictures of that. And Beefcake, like, he says, here, hold it, hold the, uh, the Clippers. And then he's holding up his new plaque, the Hall of Fame plaque, which they give them. They have like plates for a belt. Yeah, the you side know, plates, like, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. So showing that off and this and that, and then Ronda Rousey comes by and she's talking to Hogan, and then Mark Henry's there, and people are just kind of wandering in and out. Pat Patterson's by the the gorilla watching. Uh, I want to say it was maybe some heat we're, we're doing there so this time. Okay. Uh, so a few people are watching that, and um, anyhow, and Smith's back there again, and di different people kind of in and out, and. Um, D. Hogan finally by himself, and he's just about to walk up to the private dressing rooms. I run over, and I'm like, uh, dude, do you mind getting a picture with you? I'm, I'm like, I know it's kind of not like the thing to do. But he's like, no, sure, brother. No, that's cool. <laughs> you know? And, and, I, and so, I, so I hold it up as a selfie because there's no one there. There's no one to take the picture. So I do the selfie thing, and I do the face that I always do like that. Like, yeah. 
that uh, scared looking my trademark face. <laughs> so I do that. And he, he's like, oh, brother, that's awesome. He's like, let's take another one. I'm going to do the face too. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, so we both got that shot. And um, he's, he's super cool, dude, you know. And then Beefcake came by and he um, he's like, you know how to get a hold of this guy? He's your your your, your writer, right? And Beefcake's like, Beefcake's like, hey, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Maybe you should write mine, brother. And no like, shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. And he's like, all right. He's like, you know how to reach him, right? And Beefer's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right. So he walks off, and Beefer's like, he'll never ask you, right? <laughs> 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 Damn, bro. Wow. Right. Holy shit. That's yeah, pretty on, cool, man. man. That's ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> Let him write the He'll write the and books. That guy, uh, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's eluded me for years and years and years. I mean, like, as a kid, you know, yeah. meeting Hulk Hogan, getting your picture taken with him or whatever, just talking to him, whatever, hanging out backstage, hoping to see him. None of that ever happened. He was basically like a, uh, like a movie star at all times almost. So he's very secluded from everybody else. And, and when I go back and look at all the pictures that I've taken with wrestlers because I've worked with them, uh, he's the one guy I never saw anywhere. Like he, he'd be really tough to just kind of grab a shot with. Wow. Uh, I mean, I've seen Sting and uh, uh, Ric Flair and uh, Steve Austin. I mean, I've seen all kinds of people, The Rock and all these dudes. And he was one that was just impossible. So I, I went for it and I got my, I got my stupid picture. So I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it. I've got them all. <laughs> yeah, man, you got a story for life, man. Right now, speaking of story for life, uh, the big, big event, the big thing that happened at the Hall of Fame wasn't even a positive light when Bret Hart was attacked by some idiot. Now, where were you, and what was your response to this whole thing when it happened? Oh man, I mean that was super crazy. Um, so basically, uh, that was just before Beefcakes. I believe. Yeah. yeah it was. Yes, it was. It was just before Beefcakes. And I'm sitting there, and, uh, you know, and all of a sudden you see the guy running. I'm like, I think this is a rib because the guy's got the hat or whatever and looks stupid. And then quickly we knew it was like, wow, this guy's something's up with this. Right. You know? And um, now I don't know how much you could see or how much you know, but I mean, you're probably able to look it up online and, and this and that. And probably know plenty of it now. But uh, for, right in front of me, was Honky Tonk Man's son. In front of him was Sergeant Slaughter. And then there was one more row, and that was uh, Shane, uh, Shane McMahon. Yeah. Shane McMahon got right up. He knew something was up, and he got in, and he started dropping bombs. And then the next guy was that Travis Brown, and yeah. he was dropping bombs. And then uh, uh, then Harry Smith, who, um, you know, is British Bulldog son. Yeah, David Boy Smith times. Yeah, yeah. So he, he jumped over. He's dropping some bombs, and... Uh, now, I got more information than this. You probably never heard, so I'll just uh, I'll give you the exclusive. Cool. Um, later that night, I saw Harry Smith at uh, at the after party at the hotel, uh -huh. which, by the way, everyone was at that too. And um, he uh, he comes in. I'm like, dude, let me see your hand. He's like laughing because he knows why. And I'm like, I want to see the knuckles. <laughs> and they're a little bit beat up. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I, he's, I messed up my one knuckle here. And I'm like. Dude, that was awesome. He's like, I know. He's like, it was so cool. It's like it's awesome to be able to hook up my uncle and run in and give that guy some receipts. And he, you know, because nothing really. Brett was fine, um, so they were all able to 
laugh about it, you know? Yeah. Um, if he hadn't been fine, that'd been a different story. Right, yeah. But so then Eric is like, he's like, dude, though, he's like, he, he's like, I wouldn't have wanted to been that son of a bitch. And he's like, because afterwards, they brought him backstage and security were there and they tried to take him. And WWE said, no, no, our security is going to handle this. And they didn't really have their security per se back there. I mean, Typically, it was very chill. Like, there was not a whole lot of anybody back there. It was almost like a ghost town in the locker room. Wow. So, when I had been walking around later on, I could see that. I mean, it was pretty much vacant. Um, what had happened was, was Braun Strowman was backstage and grabbed the dude. And he held on to him by, like, a leg. And the guy was trying to get away. And he was kind of popping the guy, making him stay still. And... It, Security was coming by saying, you know, well, we're going to take him to the, off to the office. We're going to call the cops. And he's like, go ahead and call the cops. But I've been told to hold him right here. And then then Eric Smith said, someone called um, over the headphones, get a message to Joe. And they met Samoa Joe. So <laughs> someone went out, out and they called Samoa. Samoa right in the back. And I guess they got him and they beat the shit out of Good. So I don't know that you'll hear that anywhere, but uh, right. that's at least the story that Harry heard was that Strowman got a hold of him and Joe got a hold of him. They all gave him receipts, and then they, they let the security take it to the cops. Holy so, Jesus! All man. I can oh, say you about heard it here first. That, <laughs> that that mofo is probably never going to sleep for much more than thirty minutes at a time for the next five years. <laughs> exactly, man. When I watch it. When I watched it live, I was like, "This fucking idiot!" And then, um, and then you did a little, a quick video of it. So uh, I took it and I posted it on our Facebook page, and uh, got a, got a lot of views. And everybody was curious to know what happened. Um, it's good though; he got what he deserves, a little prick. So now, let's go on with uh, more of your book. Let's go on to the Sabu book. Um, cause okay. I think the last time we had you on, no, actually, no, we had Danny Davis on talking about the book you did. So we kind of skipped over Sabu and went straight to Vader. <laughs> okay. So let's go backwards a little bit and talk about the Sabu book. Now I got some questions and I know Rick got some questions for you, Rick, about the book right. and about Sabu personally too. So, uh, all right. So okay. tell us, how did you come about this? With Sabu, or did he approach you first, or you approached them? Uh, you know, it's weird because uh, I guess they were talking to somebody, thinking about doing a book, and then it didn't happen. And then uh, someone uh, got in touch with them and said that uh, I'd be a good option because of the whole way that I do the publishing, where I let the guys pretty much have the books and. I get paid a little royalty instead of the other way around. Right. And it's sort of like my company, if you want to call it that, for lack of a better term, or the first time offering them, is to show them how to publish, um, just quickly to make it make a little sense. Uh, um, maybe a guy like Hacksaw or something would book out. Right. They would pay him like six, seven grand for royalty, or I'm sorry, for like, a, uh, what do they call that? Like an upfront. Uh, they gave him a little upfront amount of money, and um, then uh, a little tiny work off each book. So you might make a quarter off of each book, or a dollar, or whatever. Right. Um, to, to sell a whole lot of them to make any money at that point. So really, if you do the math there, you're left end with about ten grand. Wow. Uh, 
you know. So uh, when I do the books, if I print, say, 2,000 books, and they're selling them for $23, $24 a pop, because usually I write, like, 400-page books with them. Right. Um, if you take 25 and multiply that by 2,000, what's that equal? Uh, uh, 50,000, right? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so it's 50,000. And if you were to add $10 on each book for an autograph, then you got the potential for another something like 75. I'm doing math right, I'm horrible, but <laughs> yeah. So you're looking at like the potential of $70,000 worth of merchandise wow. out of a 2000 print run, just a small print run, you know, you can print one or two, um, whereas you're only going to make maybe 10 by themselves. So uh, the built-in uh, audience and, you know, sell merch all the time. These guys are all about doing autographs every weekend and selling their shirts or whatever. Now they got booked. But they can sell for an extra 25 a pop and they can usually walk with like six, $700 at some of these gigs uh, in extra money because of the books. That, you know, every show and that adds up. So, um, anyhow, that's the way it was picked. And Sabu liked that and, uh, I don't know, up and then I started talking to him for about a year ago, wrote the book, contacted like everybody I could from ECW and a lot of people, um, including Taz, wrote a forward and wrote packages for the book. So right. it came out pretty cool. All right, so Kenny, I'm going to come up straight with you because you're a straight up guy. It is Sabu, the same guy in person that he is on Twitter. Tune into next week's episode for part two of the Kenny Casanova interview. We'll be right back. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. And we are back. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I told you, we told you that this interview was great. It was so good, we had to give it two parts. So make sure you tune in next week for the second part of this great interview with Mr. Kenny Casanova. I mean, Mm -hmm. this guy is on fleet, like I said, man. (laughs) You definitely want to check it out. Listen to part two. I can't wait. And if you want to discuss what happened in part one, hit us up on our Facebook page at Wrestling POV, and we will comment. We'll chat about it. You know, you, you know, whatever you want to do. You want to talk about yeah. something? You will talk about it. Go on Wrestling POV yeah. on Facebook. Also, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling POV is affiliated with the Collar Double Brand. Go to CollarDoubleBrand.com and save yourself ten percent by using promo code WPOV. That is WPOV, as in Wrestling POV. Save yourself ten yes. percent. They got some great gear for all different kinds of weather whether you're in the new mexico heat or if you're in the canadian cold they got it all for you guys hoodies sweatshirts t-shirts sunglasses hats no underwear yet but we're working on it save yourself 10 percent by saving using promo code wpov it is now time for the smackdown are you ready Why is Michael Cole there interviewing Kofi Kingston, who's trying to act tough again? And he, just so he can get over, he's challenging Kevin Owens, not the other way around. I'm over this already. But not only that, it's 
right. Number one, enough with the 11 years. Okay. Yes. Number two, enough congratulating yourself. Michael Cole congratulated him like three times. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. And enough of thanking the the crowd. You know what I'm saying? WrestleMania was freaking weeks ago, dude. <laughs> and it's like you're still celebrating it. Cut it up. Stop. His yes. promos, he's still doing his bullshit. Yeah, well, I'm going to challenge. It's like, dude, that's not how you talk. With his sunken in chest. With his pancake chest. With his side nipples. side titties. (laughs) (laughs) But the the other thing, too, is that all that shit happened to to, um, Kofi last week with Kevin Owens, right? Mm -hmm. Why are you still coming out cheery and throwing pancakes and shit? Like, why? You should be pissed off that happened. And that was the whole thing. It was like, oh, and look at him. He's still so happy that he's throwing pancakes. Yeah. (laughs) That made no sense. It that was makes no stupid. Sense. And then Kevin Owens accepts the challenge, and then Xavier Woods goes out there <laughs> to get super kick. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, sure. Becky Lynch goes one on one with Bailey, and I gotta say, best part of SmackDown was this matchup right here. It was. I'm yes, telling you right now, if Bailey doesn't win this Money in the Bank ladder match, <laughs> oh, Lord, you man. gotta give her something. I feel so bad yeah. for Bailey because she is such a talent, man. She's, She's so very good. Talented, but they keep I, there's something. I don't know if she took a little drip on somebody's Cheerios or what, but she pissed somebody off. Oh, maybe she ain't giving it up. Well, maybe that too. I mean, that's a good but, but anyway. Mm. <laughs> I mean, no, but this I match was a great no. match. I love the finish that she went for the elbow drop and yeah. Becky put up her knees and went straight to the, to the disarmor. That was yeah. a great way to finish the match. Mm-hmm. I thought it didn't hurt Bailey at all going against the double champ and having a great match the way she did. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Charlotte comes in at the end and uh, takes out both of them. So maybe Bailey doesn't win the Money in the Bank, or she does, causing a disqualification for Charlotte, and she cashes in on Becky. I'm just saying, Charlotte well, wins by you DQ. know, I, and I have to say, Rick, that watching Charlotte come out and do what she did to both Becky and Bailey, I kind of think that it discredited Bailey a lot. Absolutely, absolutely, but I think. But then the thing is, I'm thinking, and this is WWE. <laughs> it, That's true. I think what they're trying to do is give Bailey and Charlotte some kind of heat, so that Bailey interrupts right. the Charlotte Becky match. So that's what I'm thinking, and I'm thinking if Becky, if Bailey does win the Money in the Bank, she's gonna cash in on Becky, why, and take out Charlotte. He, he he's, you're you're a real writer. They are not. That's true. So it's definitely true. I mean the. The storyline that you're putting out there is, sounds good, but... It makes sense, so it's not going to happen! No, exactly. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and the thing of it is, you're right. I think... And I tell you, though, in my opinion... <clears throat> I His think, POV. In my POV, I really do think that Bailey needs to win this Money in the Bank. I think it will not only discredit her, but it, I think it will damage her a little bit. If she does not win. Because then, if you try to put her in some kind of storyline to fight for the women's championship, I don't think it's going to mean anything. I really don't. You know, I think Bailey needs to win this money in the bank. I agree. She does. She does. So. All right. You're thinking well, again. 
Next up, we had Alistair Black do another cryptic uh, promo. How many of these are we going to see before he gets back in the ring? But, but, but not only that, it's like we saw him so many times that it's like, why, okay, so now why is he doing these promos? And it's plain. <laughs> and it's the, like, you want to make him the next Undertaker, but we saw him wrestling with Ricochet? Exactly. But not only that, his entrance into everything, you know, he comes out and the candles, it's coffin-like and everything else, and then you want to do this cryptic interview, and it's like you just turned the lights off. That's all you did. Or you dimmed the lights down, and that's it. How creepy is that? And then he does that whole, like, yeah. squinting thing, fade <laughs> to black. Go get some glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Stop the squinting. Speaking of squinting... If you were squinting, you would have seen the Hardy Boys relinquish the tag team titles after winning them a couple of weeks ago. But the thing of it is, though, they there was no follow up for that. Nope, nothing, because there's no tag nothing. teams on SmackDown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Colognes, no heavy machinery. I, you know what? I would have enjoyed it if the freaking Colognes came out. I'm like, all right, they'll be there next different. week. They have He's been dying for the Colognes to the come out. <sighs> Ridiculous. All right, Ridiculous. well, Lars Sullivan comes out and attacks the Hardy Boys, and then R-Truth comes out again, and he gets beat up again by Lars Sullivan. Yeah, that's fucked. He got fucked up. Um, Oscar and Carrie Sane defeated local talent. Uh, yep. That's it. Uh, Finn Balor, Ali, and Andrade, uh, and Randy Orton will represent SmackDown in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville were told that one of them will be in the Money in the Bank ladder match, and Sonya Deville said, Mandy, you can be in it. Yeah, the, the thing is, I hated that segment. They're I mean, splitting up. I did. Well, yeah, I know they're splitting up, but I just hated that segment because it was like, you know, you see Sonya Deville, she's like, oh, I know what you're trying to do, but you know what? You deserve to. Fuck that! Fuck that! Exactly! You know, it's like, I was thinking, be like, oh, bitch! God. Put a, they, make they them fight! They could have. Did something good right then good? and there. Good. Well, speaking of good, what wasn't good <laughs> was Roman Reigns cutting a promo about punching Vince McMahon in the face. How good um, was that? It was not. It <laughs> was, it is, Vince doesn't even show up. No. Negative. You know? Shane McManuels his, his shows punk up. Punk ass son shows punk up. Ass son. This bitch ass son shows up. <laughs> Speaking of bitch ass, where the hell has Daniel Bryan been? They said that he is cleared to return. So, so we'll see about yeah, that. But they're, they're keeping the injury in a uh, hush hush. Oh, so, so maybe he returns it. and helps. Kevin Owens win. I don't know. I'm just saying things out here, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of well, just saying, you know what? Hold on, not to cut you off though. Another. But thing he I is. Just, I, but I am. But not to. I just found out that um, rumors is that uh, Fox uh, they want WWE to drastically go after Goldberg again. Oh. So that way, he, yeah. Check this out though. For him to win the WWE title, so that way he can start feuding with Brock Lesnar again. Fox is calling that shot and saying that's what they want to happen. Seriously? Yeah. They gotta yeah. stop. They, oh, they I heard the rumor that they wanted to make it into a three-hour show. Too. Yeah, that's that's. I think it's a that's fucking true. boring ass two-hour show. Making it boring. Whoa, 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 relax. <laughs> But the thing of it is, though, I, SmackDown has the potential to be a damn good show. They keep, like, for instance, 
the Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. You know, the potential is there, but they're not fuck? doing anything. No, I understand that, but I'm just saying that that segment right there is is proof. You know, they had a good opportunity. To, the proof to create, is in the pudding pop. To create a, a storyline and say, you know, Sonya Deville should have been pissed and be like, you know what? Fuck you, bitch. I deserve to be in that, not you. And then, you know what I'm saying? Create that tension there. Mm-hmm. But oh. then they, they went on with, no, you know what? I was going to say, yes, you do deserve to go. I'm just going to kick back like a little biatch. Wow, you sounded like Michael Jackson there for a second. No, I sounded like Sonya Deville. All right. No, you didn't. All right. Um, mad. Speaking of a little anyway, biatch. No, but but the thing is, is you know, so Fox is calling the shot on that because they want fucking Brock Lesnar on SmackDown. Get the fuck out of here. Well, speaking of a little biatch, Brock Lesnar is retired from MMA. He's retired yeah, from what MMA. The fuck. They and, wanted him to fight Daniel Cormier too. Yep, and, and he was like, Bro- no. Nah, and Brock tired. wants to retire at WrestleMania 36. Yeah. So, yep. um, for what? So now, match? Who, <laughs> right? So, who's he going to pass the torch to then? Mustafa no. Ali? No, he has to pass the torch to somebody. Yeah, he can't win. No. No. He probably will win, though. Um, yep. Next up, Shane McMahon comes out and says, you know what, Roman? You're going to fight the B team. <laughs> so now the B team is here. The no B team. No explanation why. Go, go, nothing. go. Go away. No, no, no. <laughs> Go away. Go away. Pretty with, touchy um, My no-nos. <laughs> with Elias as a special ringside enforcer, Roman Reigns wins. Ridiculous. You know, that, that right there, special ringside enforcer, means jack shit. Yeah. Nothing. Nada. Nada. Zilch. Make no sense. All right, got it. Finn nice. Balor and Ali defeated Andrade and Randy Orton. What was an entertaining match? It was good. I liked it. Um, after the match, Randy Orton RKO'd... Uh, who did he RKO? Finn Balor. And then Ali kicked him out the well, way. Wait a minute, though. You got to talk about Andrade's promo. <laughs> Yo. And Randy Orton. Yo. You want a lesson? Listen. Tag me in, okay? Yo, Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte's doing something right. <laughs> hey. She's giving that punani... <laughs> It's making his ass be English. <laughs> He's like, woo! <laughs> He's like, well, this is good. <laughs> Keep putting Botox down there, too. Make it nice and tight. Oh, my Lord. And uh, Cardi B, we're dead. We're bad. Um, <laughs> speaking of bad, Carmella and Ember Moon. Oh, no, that's not bad. Carmella <laughs> and Ember Moon are added to the Money to Bank women's ladder match. And I'm happy with that. Very I'm happy like with that. Um, I know you're happy with that. Not about Carmella, though. Um, nah, exactly. Wait, what? Not, about, not happy uh, about Carmella. Why? Carmella well, is funny. Yeah. yeah, that's stupid. I think that's dumb. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, and then to end SmackDown, we have the Kevin Owens show with special guest Xavier Woods, who doesn't show up. He has some dolls that he's playing with. And then... Then, this is the part that bothers me, is that Kofi comes out and takes his shirt off. No, Kofi. <laughs> you look more threatening with your shirt on, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Sideway nipples. Right? <laughs> his armpit titties. <laughs> you know what? Soaking in the chest. 
Kobe's armpit titties need to go in the book. Oh yes! Alright. It'll be Kofi's armpit titties. Alright, Kofi's armpit titties! Gets me the book! Oh my god. Alright, so uh, since Miguel is being a douchebag. Oh, uh, write that down, uh, Jerry! You already used that name. Shut up! Alright, um. Uh. You go to our Facebook page at Wrestling POV. Go to Twitter at Wrestling POV and get insulted by Miguel. And go to our Instagram right. at Wrestling POV One. Uh, yeah, we'll be there. Um, sure, we should be. <laughs> it's now time for NXT POV. Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia! All right, Dominic Djokovic defeated. <laughs> now get this one. He defeated Mansoor Alishan Hal. Wait, who? Monsieur Al-Shachel. So, Dominic Dukovic defeated Monsieur Al-Shachel. Imagine calling that match. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> after I'm the like, match... Fuck it, initials only. <laughs> after the match, Velveteen Dream rolled out on a couch and led the, the crowd in the sing-along of Dream's National Anthem. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That was good, though. It was. It was, oh, it was, it was definitely funny. funny. Uh, the Forgotten <laughs> Sons defeated Oni Larkin, Danny Burch, and Humberto, Humberto Castillo. Carrillo, yeah. not Castillo. Carrillo. Oh. Oh, no. Carrillo. My bad. Castillo. Um, Castillo. Oh, yeah, another, another good match. I mean, I'm loving, I love I love the Forgotten Sons. And Oni um, Larkin and Danny Burch are good, bro. They're good money. They are good. <clears throat> the Forgotten Sons are even better. Yes. Um, if you listen to the show, Forgotten Sons, I'm going to give you this advice. Stay in NXT. Stay yes. up there. Stay up there. Stay down there. Down there. Wherever. Don't go up there. Stay down there. Stay down there in the underwear. All right. <laughs> Guys. Kushida has landed in NXT, the time splitter. Back yeah. to the future. Yo, first of all, I love Back to the Future. Favorite trilogy of all time. I don't care if the movie, yes. the third movie wasn't that good. It was really, really good. I love Back to the Future. I love Back to the Future. And Kushida, <laughs> the time splitter, the whole thing, the whole entrance. I love it. Yes, it was um, great. He it was defeated, good seeing him. Yes, and he defeated Cassius Ono. Uh, so, yeah, Kushida. Yeah. Gets the hoverboard lock for the win. Yeah, um, cool. Bianca Belair defeated Mia Yim. I feel mm-hmm. like whenever these two get in the ring together, you're going to have a good match. Yeah. Um, yeah. Matt Riddle and his Chocolatas defeated Adam Cole, baby! <laughs> and um, <sighs> so Adam Cole and uh, Roderick Strong are going back and forth arguing. And uh, they had to be separated. Yeah, because he made a comment, too, during the one interview. And uh, He said something about his Chocolata. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about Adam Cole said something to uh, Roderick Strong. And he took offense to it and walked out. It was a joke, man. I was like, oh, come on. Stop it. Yeah, well, we see what's happening there. There's now we have sensitive fucking wrestlers. As Mauro right? Ronaldo would say, there's a dysfunction in the junction. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's what he would say. Yeah, so yeah. NXT, what a way to wrap up the week of wrestling. I mean. Yeah, but my only problem with NXT, and I'm going to say this right now, is that they end it at 10 of. The hour. Like, over here in, 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 in New Mexico, 
Uh, NXT is on at six, and uh, so that's what eight o'clock. In yes. East Coast? Yep. So, uh, so eight o'clock East Coast time. I'm, I'm gonna talk New Mexico time. Um, it's at six o'clock, and it ended at six fifty. So, like, I'm like, why are they ripping them off ten minutes? You know? I mean, the, the editing was, was that good. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, if SmackDown or Raw can get edited like that, then I would go with it. That's true. Uh, Right now, it is time for the good, the bad, and the ugly of WWE. Tony with the good. So, the good I'm going is uh, uh, the pull-apart from Becky Lynch. Uh, That was just straight up. I love pull-aparts. Because it goes to show the passion and the strength of these women going at it toe to toe. I was looking for the for the for the for the clothes to be ripped off and stuff just like that. <laughs> yes, sir. I was waiting for that. Uh, <laughs> Smackdown. I love the uh, the match uh, between Andrade Orton. That whole shebang that happened there. I love that match. That kept me intrigued. Bailey um, and Becky. Be, uh, if you gave me two more seconds, that <laughs> <laughs> The Bailey and Becky match that was also good. I think they really do need to give Becky that shot. Not Becky. Uh, Bailey. They need to give her that shot. They they can't do all this and then all of a sudden take her off or whatever. Yeah. So NXT. Love the uh, the Forgotten Sons match. I love the Mayhem and uh, um, Bianca Belair's match. I, I was just thrown off by the ending. You know why they shut it off. 10 minutes early when it could have very well done something with it. You know what I'm saying? So that is my good. All right. Rick with the bad. Well, Rick, the bad has to be anything with Shane McMahon. And that's on both Raw and SmackDown. Come on, man. You're killing us with this damn ego of yours. Um, And, yeah, I mean, Kofi's interviews are just god-awful. And... (laughs) On Raw, I hated the whole contract signing. I did not like yeah. AJ and Seth the talking. I mean, the action was great, <laughs> but the talking they do is just terrible. They're not good mm-hmm. on the mic. So that's my bad for the week. Mimi with the ugly. But ugly. Anything with Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> and Kofi's chest. And Kofi's, and Kofi's chest. chest. Oh, and anything yeah. with Kofi's 11 year. Yeah. And Shane McMahon. And the continuous celebration. Yeah. Jesus. Enough already. It's enough. If I can't celebrate my birthday month, you can't celebrate (laughs) fucking winning. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, that's the good and the bad and the ugly of WWE this week. It is now time for Raw vs. SmackDown vs. NXT. Every Thursday on our Facebook page at Wrestling POV. We have a, a little uh, picture that we put up for Raw vs. SmackDown vs. NXT. <laughs> and you guys get the chance to vote which was your favorite for the week. You guys use yep. the like emojis, like the thumbs up for SmackDown, the heart for Raw, and the smiley face for NXT. And we take your vote into consideration. Every week we pick a winner, and up until WrestleMania, we will crown a champion, whoever has the most wins. It is currently Raw with two, SmackDown with one, NXT with zero. The fans voted this week, and we have a tie, ladies and gentlemen. 44% for SmackDown and NXT, and 12% for Monday Night Raw. Maybe with that wow. face, I think you disagree. <laughs> I, 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 I do. Oh, my God. It's just like NXT was better than both of them. Raw sucked balls. 
And so does SmackDown. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but there was hairy, dirty balls. Jesus Christ. So there's something wrong with that. Yeah, that's something wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I choose Good NXT. All right, NXT? so you went with yes. NXT. Tony. Hmm. I kind of agree. I mean, even though I did, you know, SmackDown and Raw did have a couple of good matches, I was honestly lost between the two. Yes. I really was. Um, in my order, it's NXT, Raw, and then SmackDown. All That's right. That's the order I go with. All right, so that means NXT gets a point this week. But if you guys were like, oh, but Rick's around on the third, we want to know your opinion. Well, go to so hell. up next we um, have the, uh, the book. <laughs> I was, I was telling him. Anyway, I go with NXT. I thought NXT overall was a great show. I was, I, if there was going to be a tie, I would have had a tie between Raw and SmackDown for second place because both shows had entertaining matches, but then they both had like long segments that just didn't matter. The Becky Bailey match for me was the best match of the week, but uh, yep. NXT as a show. I have to give it to uh, NXT. So NXT gets one. So it's now two for Raw, one for SmackDown, one for NXT. Stay tuned for next week for Raw versus SmackDown NXT. Now, Tony, you can go to the buck. (laughs) 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 All right, so it is time for the Wrestling POV's book. Uh, Those that are new to the show, what happens is I put the most ridiculous things, and we just talk about it. That's all we do. You know, if it's something ridiculously funny, we have to put it in there. Why? Because it's funny, and then we like talking about it, you know? We just put in Kofi's armpit tetas, you know? How often can you say that, you know what I'm saying? Or Apollo Cruz's stinky piggy. That's one of my favorite sayings. And He's one not day, even on TV out of the book. anymore. <laughs> I don't know, right? And one day, it will be back in the book whenever we see him back on TV. So, <laughs> basically, and then, like I said, we just... Talk about it towards the end of the show. If it stays, it stays. If it goes off, then it goes off. Why? Because it's time. It's you know we have to move on. You know different chapters in our book. All right. So you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. You know, Tony. Before we continue, can we add somebody else to the book real quick? Who? Miguel Cole. All right. Yeah. He's being a dick. So. <laughs> what? But what are we calling it though? You're gonna call it your ass is about to get sued again for harassment. <laughs> Harassment. Harassment. I bet you can't even spell harassment. T O N Y. But what are we gonna call it, Rick? Uh, Miguel Cole. All right, we just go with Miguel Cole. All right, Miguel Cole. H e r a s s m e n. Very good. Go ahead, Rick. All right, Miguel Cole. You just made the book. Now, you know what? This is the second time Miguel's been on this book. I know. You know right? This is the second time him being on the book. Yeah. Been for being, being, a for being a dick. And look, at him, look what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because I got a bigger one than all of you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe me needs play. I mean, all right, so. <laughs> Even mine is different than his. All right, so. I mean, ready? I've seen his. It's pretty big. Look at that. His ding ding. On Sundays. Oh, that reminds me. Put that, <laughs> put that in this. <laughs> oh my god! All right, are we ready? Yes. I just had to yes. punch him in the face. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> WWE writers. Stays. John Cena's hair don't. Stays. Until he comes back. Shane's damn ego. Yo, Stays. can we put that in like all caps? This is <laughs> yeah. terrible. This is bad. 
Uh, Matt Riddle's Chunkless. Stays. Chunkletas. Chunkletas, same thing. Uh, Lafayette, Louisiana crowd. So they go back. If they ever go back. I think they will, but it's just, uh, it's going to be a while. Just like, what was it, Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took about almost a year. For a while, yeah. Uh, Renee Young's commentary. It's bad. It's better. The Renee. missing mole. Where the hell did it go? <laughs> moly, moly, moly. Moly, moly, moly. All right, no way, Jose's gang green weave. I think we can take him out because he's just... He hasn't been around. Yeah. All right, so we'll take it off if he shows up. Oh, I'm going to be so mad. All right, um, Kofi's mic privileges stays. 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 Undertaker's skullet. I think it stays it's gone. until we see what he looks like at the Saudi Arabia show. Yes. Okay. okay. So that'll stay until then, and then we'll make a, a, a determination then. Uh, Lacey Evans Veggie Wedgie. <laughs> hey, it's just because it's funny. Uh, uh, cult of Personality stays. War Raiders. Yeah. It's, it stays. We'll see what it's going. What what's what happens in the next couple days. Uh, Robert Roode, <laughs> porn star Mustache stays. And the Mustache just stays. It stays. So. Kofi's Eleven Year stays. Baby old bottle. Chad wasn't on, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make another determination when he comes back, yeah. and, you know, whenever we see him again. Uh, and the new entrance to the book, Mrs. Daddy Issues. Stay. He put his hands on my father. <laughs> again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how you got to do it. Um, Natty Stinky Promo. Yes. Stays. Alexis Shoelace. Stays. Stays. And... Uh, Kofi's armpit tatas. Face, <laughs> Oh man, that's bad. And the newest entrant into the book is Miguel Cole. Stays. That mother sucker stays, man. All right, so that's it for the show, folks. Now, before we leave, I shall play a song list. <laughs> I have over one trillion. Songs on my playlist on my iPhone, which all I do is I just hit the shut up. I just hit the. It just the, so happens that Andrade's song has been played five times. You know that's that's that is that is crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. And and for those of you that really because he's see, a Charlotte lover, so he gotta be Andrade's lover now too. No, mm-hmm. that's nasty. All right, so for those of you that wants to see my playlist, I'll be happy to do a video. And show you all one trillion songs. Okay. Are oh, you gonna pull it out for them? Yes, I will pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so basically, like I said, all it is is that <laughs> I it's just how we ride off into the sunset. We just play a random song, we take a wild guess, and then we'll see you guys next week for part two of Kenny Casanova's interview, which was I'm telling you, you ain't gonna. You thought if you thought this was good, wait till you hear next week's. You're not gonna miss it. Work. With that being said, I am your host Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Goody and the third wheel, Rex Arrella Lizard, and our intern, um, Jambalaya. Am I allowed to say it? Okay, Miguel Cole. I'm suing. <laughs> Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Are right, we ready for this one? Yep. All right, here we go. Peligrosa. Oh, Jesus. You know who that is? Not a clue. Just that, that was uh, um, Rosa Mendez. Rosa Mendez. Yeah.
How is this possible? Brother Love? Brother Love. <laughs> oh! Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I just want to say, I dare you. I truly do. <laughs> <laughs> the Undertaker. <laughs> I got news for you. You got that skullet, and I do too. <laughs> 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 <laughs>